Welcome back to It's Not Academic, the podcast, education conversations from HECO. I'm Rosanna Tambury, research editor. Mentorship and positive role models play an important role in promoting access to higher education. In this episode, we explore the role that mentors serve and how they identify and connect with students who need them the most. Jay Goslin is a student services professional and founder of Mentor U and the Discover Year program. He's also a speaker at HECO's upcoming Rethinking Access conference. We spoke to Jay about the purpose of his program, the students who use it, and the impact it's had. I started by asking him why mentorship is important and why he made it the focus of his program. So, I, uh, having worked at a large Ontario university for three years in recruitment uh, as a liaison officer, I visited all the high schools around Ontario and elsewhere in Canada, met 12,000 students, parents, educators, and I was very perplexed and concerned about the anxiety, the stress that I saw, that I actually physically saw in students. At the end of three years, you kind of come to understand as a student approaches your table, um, you know, what the look on their face means. And as they express, when you ask them what they wanted to do in post-secondary, some seem fairly uh, actually confident in their answer and others go through the Rolodex and they pick a, a topic that they think is important to society or their family or their friends and they regurgitate that to you and, and it becomes quite obvious, became quite obvious to me. So um, I felt that uh, with the loss of grade 13 students in Ontario, we're going into post-secondary uh, far too young and of course we all know about the, uh, the emphasis recently on recruitment and retention specifically in, in Ontario universities and colleges. Um, that to me speaks volumes about the fact that we need to provide better preparation for students before they go into their post-secondary education. And I myself had gone too early. I was 19 at the time when I entered um, university, still too young, realistically. I, I went back for my master's when I was almost 30 and it was like a 180 degree difference in terms of my perspective, what I gained from the studies. I learn and I implement the learnings every day. And I really had no meaning, no purpose. I was capable, um, well-trained. So I got through in four years, but really had no interest in what I was doing. And in particular, there was a fair in, in Brockville, uh, I guess four years ago or so now. And I like to tell this story because in the span of 20 minutes, in a school of maybe 200 students, a graduating class of you know, 50, 60, uh, four students came up to the table uh, that I was representing, where I was representing a university. And within the span of 40 minutes, four students told me when I asked them what they wanted to study, they said physics. And that seems underwhelming whenever I tell the story. But the reality was that in three previous years, four students total across 11,000 students had told me they wanted to study pure physics in university. So I asked the fourth student why, why he was particularly interested in physics. And he said, uh, you know, didn't really have a good answer, <laughs> kind of fidgeted and didn't really give me anything meaningful. So I said, well, and I had a suspicion and I said, well, tell me about your physics teacher. And he said, oh, Mr. Johnson, he's the man. He makes learning so much fun. He coaches the football team. We get along. So the light bulb went off for me. And that was really a defining moment when I uh, understood very deeply that there's some intermediary program uh, is required for students, I think, across Canada because they're going in younger, the dropout rates, uh, all these, uh, the topic of mental health concerns across universities and colleges is rampant. So a number of months after that, I kind of was trying to uh, sleep one night, unable to do so. And I had this flurry of thoughts and concepts and kind of ideas about what I would like to do, what my purpose in life was meant to be. Um, and it was a long way to get there. But that's what uh, initiated Mentor You and the Discover Your program. 
The program is in its first year of operation. Jay explained how it works, the type of students who take part, and how he connects with them. So, yeah, so our slogan is spark your curiosity, ignite your potential. The reason that's the slogan is that uh, I really believe that when students leave high school, oftentimes they're making arbitrary decisions based on very little and often inaccurate information. So our purpose is to help them explore, is to help them work different types of jobs, gain different volunteer experiences, travel to places in the world that seem interesting to them. And we also provide... uh, them access to about a hundred mentors that are amazing people yeah there's about a hundred mentors in the program and each kid would meet with how many during the course of the program so so yeah they meet with all of them at some point or another if they join us on our regular days so our wednesdays are our discovery days basically the the uh, the format of the program is they work most of the year about 10 months they travel for one month and um, they would may work more months but the program is structured where they uh, gain job ready skills for one month then they work for five they travel for one month they work for another five months hopefully in a different job and as a kind of a culmination to the year they do some kind of community service project so while they're working every Wednesday, they actually don't work. They come, we all come together as a group and we do our discovery days. So in the morning, we do crucial skill development. So a lot of, uh, a lot of learning around communication, collaboration, creativity. We do public speaking. We do intercultural competencies. We do project planning. We do time management, uh, understanding your unconscious biases. So things that all the employers out there say are really essential for students graduating from university. That a lot of times the skills, they don't have the soft skill gap, right? And then over the lunch, that's where the mentorship portion um, comes into play weekly because we invite two to three mentors every week to come in and we interview them. So similar to this podcast, we'll interview those mentors in person in the group format where I ask them questions about their journey, about the lessons they've learned, about the things they failed at, how did they recuperate, what are the skills required in their current profession, what do they actually do as an HR professional or as an accountant at Deloitte or as a massage therapist that runs their own business or as an entrepreneur who owns Escape Manor. So we talk about all these different things and how, and the purpose of that is that the students can explain explore uh, you know the 1500 jobs that exist according to employment and social development canada versus the 15 jobs that they actually know exist when they leave high school mm-hmm. and i often go through the exercise of asking students write down every job that you've ever heard of and the list uh, is never very long unfortunately so we help them to really just grasp what's out there and w- what these people who live and work with meaning and purpose what do they how do they uh, structure their lives so it's a it's a brief introduction, and then afterwards, if the student was sparked by something um, in that person, they're free to through me arrange a meeting, coffee, chat over Skype with that person, so they can dig a little bit deeper into what that person does and and who they are. It's uh, it's a very new program, so we've only got a handful of students. This is our first year uh, in operations. So for next year, the students that have applied, generally speaking, they're students often that have it's an interesting. Uh, gap, uh, no pun intended, but it's students that are motivated enough to understand that they want to figure themselves out, but maybe not quite sure how to exactly go about doing that. So they're students that appreciate the fact that we're going to help them enter the job market, that we're going to help them build skills and learn about themselves. So it's often students that just aren't quite sure what they want to do, but are confident enough to say that versus a majority of the population who doesn't know what they want to do, but feel 
pressure, whether it's from within or external, to say that they know exactly what they want. Right. How do you reach those kids? That's an excellent question. Uh, <laughs> we are in communication regularly with guidance counselors in schools. We attend conferences like the wonderful HECO conferences and others uh, to spread the message about what we're doing. And the interesting part about the Discovery Year in terms of communications is that every single person that we meet thinks it's a wonderful idea. And uh, every 25-plus-year-old that we meet says, wow, I wish I had that when I was 18. The, the challenge for us is helping students and parents understand uh, the benefits of this because it's a cultural shift from what they've previously conceived of to mean success after high school. Mm-hmm. So we, we try to contact the schools. The, the guidance counselors in the high schools are really the, the gatekeepers, so to speak, for us. And they, they provide the information. Uh, again, for them, it's new. Uh, the longer that we're around and the more trust that we build with them, as an educational institution, institution outside of the uh, public sector, uh, that will help us. I asked Jay to describe the changes he has seen in the students who take part in the program and the impact that mentorship has had on them. Yeah, so uh, that's the best part. And we're in the first year currently right now. So as it happens, they're all traveling right now. So two of our students are in Germany, uh, a couple are in Spain, one's in, in New England and New York. Uh, she's interested in fashion. So... Uh, what we've seen, though, in one instance, one of our participants this year, as an example, in his interview, we require an interview to make sure that we're uh, seeking out the students that are open-minded, that uh, will be willing to work hard and invest in themselves. They'll be good team players that demonstrate integrity and curiosity. That's what we're looking for. And in our interview process last year, we had one student who's in the program who um, honestly could barely articulate himself. I think he spoke a total of 10 words in a 45-minute interview. And we follow up with his references who spoke, spoke really, really highly of him and his personal statement was really well done. And so we were concerned about how he could integrate into the team. And within a couple of months at our events, at our kind of networking events, he was frontline telling jokes, welcoming everybody, asking what he could do. So, And his parents have since uh, written me on a number of occasions to say that, you know, in terms of his communication, his confidence, his uh, purpose in life, and whether it's, you know, immediate or long-term, uh, he's just evolved as, as a person to such a significant degree. And another participant, she, she did the program because she really wanted to build her, uh, her own self-confidence and she wanted to be more assertive and um, understand how she fits into the world. She's a university graduate, in fact. And uh, her, I, I just sense it from her. She's just such a more confident person. She's um, very grateful for the opportunities. Her parents, again, um, that's often where we get the, the greatest feedback from the parents who really see the evolution of the of the of their children and our students and the leaps and bounds that they've made in terms of um, how they how they see the world and how they interact with it. And is it is it mentorship specifically that you think helped these kids achieve what they what they did? I think so. I think it's the positive role models that they're surrounded by. The I always like to tell people that our community is without a doubt the single greatest uh, selling point these hundred mentors and the way they live their lives the messages that they send uh, to our students and really it's just about somebody I think that fundamentally it's about somebody uh, who's done a lot of things you know in, in some cases it's myself but somebody from our mentorship connecting with them and saying hey 
I didn't know what I wanted when I was 18 either. That's totally normal. And when you hear that from one person, that's impactful if you respect that person. But if you hear it from 100 people over a year, you start to really understand that that's the truth versus somebody trying to encourage you or spark a insight motivation. So it's a combination of taking them out of the traditional context for education, which, of course, in Canada, we have a wonderful system, but just doesn't work for everybody. And seeing them in this light uh, and and seeing them enjoy learning so much, which previously they've expressed to us that they didn't really enjoy, whether they're courses or not all aspects of education. The example I like to give is my father-in-law is on our committee. He's the ex um, Uh, deputy minister for RCMP. He was responsible for PR and communications. And he came in to do a a writing in the workplace workshop, how to write professionally. And uh, the students ate it up. They they (laughs) loved every second of this three-hour workshop. And at the end, I said, well, did you guys enjoy writing in school? Oh, no, we didn't enjoy that at all. I said, well, what was different about this? And they said, well, we can see how this is applied to our lives. Mm-hmm. Like we understand the purpose of why, why we're doing this. Even if it's a hypothetical situation, we just connect more more to it. So it, it's a very um, two-directional learning system that we have in place. Everybody learns from each other. I learn as much from them as they learn from us and our mentors. And the mentors are so thrilled to share with them that that positivity really uh, brims over uh, for the students as well. Thanks for listening. You can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or SoundCloud.